Are you ready? No doubt you have been asked that question in the last few days. And depending on when you're listening to this podcast, Christmas is just around the corner, just a couple of days in 2019. As I said to you last week, Christmas is a wonderful time of year. It's a wonderful time. And yet so many times people make it so unenjoyable, rushing here and there, fighting to get this sale, trying to get this gift, trying to do all this. And when Christmas is all over, they're glad it's done and they have failed to remember what Christmas is all about. And they definitely haven't really spent any time worshiping the one that it's all about. Today, we're going to be talking on this subject of rushing through Christmas. I hope that you won't do that, but that you'll take time in these next few moments as we share with you from the Word of God what it's all about and how we need to take time and enjoy this whole thing that you and I today call Christmas. Next on the Bible Beacon Podcast. Stay tuned. Well, hello, this is Pastor Raymond Rivers, and again, you're listening to the Bible Beacon Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in this week to our podcast, and we hope that it'll be a great time, a blessing to you as we try to share with you something that will brighten your day and show you the way in which um, God would have you to walk, and that's really what it's all about. We've got a very important subject, I think, today, and I don't think it's something that not everybody's listening to or thinking about. It's something that we need to pay better attention to, and it's this idea of rushing through Christmas. I think that it's time for us to kind of slow it down and really receive all that God would have for us during this Christmas season. And I really don't know any better way to start this podcast and to help you through this season uh, than to read one of the accounts of the Christmas story from the Holy Bible. Of course, as I've said before, there are two main uh, accounts of the Christmas story. We find one in Matthew chapter 1 and then also the other in Luke chapter 2. And for today's podcast, I'm going to be reading from Matthew's account in Matthew chapter 1 verses 18 through 25. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. And all of this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for its truth. 
We thank you for the time of year that you have given to us that we know is Christmas. And Father, we pray that you would help us not to rush through this, but truly uh, do as the wise men did of old, and they worshiped you. And Lord, I pray that you would help us uh, to do the same. Lord, I pray that you'd help me now as I speak on this podcast. I pray that you'd make me a blessing. And Father, we'll just praise you for it all. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, I think a lot of times people get really bent out of shape about everything. Have they got all the presents bought? Have they got all the food uh, uh, ready for the big meal on Christmas Day? And and they go around in life in almost a, a, a tizzy, if you will, simply because of the fact that all of the external trimmings of this time of year uh, are, are such a main thought in their life. But as you think about this passage of Scripture, none of that has anything really to do with Christmas. Now, don't get me wrong. I like to sit down to a, a turkey dinner with dressing and all that kind of stuff just as much as anybody. But at the same time, ultimately, that's not what Christmas is about. The Bible says here in Matthew chapter 1 and verse 21, And she shall bring forth a son. Of course, this is when the angel is talking to Joseph, talking about Mary. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. And so I believe today with all of our heart that we need to pause for just a few moments and think about Christmas. We need to realize that Christmas is a time when we celebrate the time where Jesus Christ came to this earth. But there is a reason, there is a purpose for him to come to this earth, the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Now, God did not have his Son just to be born, but he had a purpose in his birth, and that was to save his people from their sins. Well, if you read the Bible in the book of Romans, it tells us that the wages of sin is death. That is why Jesus has come to this earth, to save us from our sins. The Bible tells us that uh, even the name of Jesus would be the name in which the Gentiles should trust. And so whether a person is Jew or Gentile, rich or poor, black, white, brown, yellow, red, it doesn't matter. The fact is Jesus Christ came to set us free from our sins. How do you know, Brother Raymond, that it includes all of us? Well, there's several passages of scripture that tells us the truth. It tells us in Titus chapter 2 and verse 11 that the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared unto all men. The Bible tells us in 2 Peter 3 and verse 9, for it's not God's will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And so therefore, it's not just the preacher, it's not just the deacon, it's not just the missionary or the evangelist, but it should be all of us who takes a moment that Paul's and thinks about this idea of Christmas and not just rush through it and get to the uh, the Christmas Day meal or opening up this present or making it to the mall before uh, it closes. Uh, hey, listen, what really is important is that Christ came and was born on this earth to die for you and for me. You see, folks, when we talk about Christmas, we also have to talk about the cross. When we talk about Christmas, we also have to talk about the Christ that would die upon that cross. For he came and was born to die. And so, therefore, I believe with all of my heart that we, again, just need to put on the brakes and slow down and quit rushing 
through Christmas. Now, I realize that is so uh, easy to do. That is rushing through Christmas. I mean, I realize that everybody's got hectic lives nowadays and everybody's rushing here and there and trying to make schedules and try to get on the sales at the mall and all of those kind of things. And I realize that. And I realize that it's something that we all have to guard against, this thing of just rushing through Christmas. And I believe with all of my heart that there are some things that we can do to help us um, receive all that God has for us in Christmas 2019. That it's not just another Christmas. It's just not just another holiday. It's a time where we can really come and receive, again, what God has for us. Now, how can I do that, Brother Raymond? And I just want to give you some simple tips today. It's uh, kind of a, a, a very easy, very simple, and maybe an elementary kind of way of looking at this. But I just want you to, to think about all of this. Number one, the first thing I think that we should do to really help us not rush through Christmas is this idea of reading the Christmas story. Sometimes people uh, have heard about Christmas, but they don't know what it's about. Maybe people have not read about the Christmas story, or read the Christmas story in a long time, or maybe you've read it already several times this season, but yet when we think about what it all is about and that we read the Word of God, uh, it speaks to us. And God's Word is the living Word of God without error. It's all the Word of God from Genesis to Revelation and everything in between. And I believe that as we take a few moments just to read just a few verses of Matthew chapter 1 or Luke chapter 2, and we read this story, we realize a lot of things. Number one, we realize it happened. This is not just a, a, a fairy tale story. This is a real, live, true story that really happened, that God sent his only begotten son, God rode in the flesh, Jesus Christ, to be born that first Christmas night in the little town called Bethlehem. Now, that's important in and of itself because it was prophesied in Micah chapter 5 and verse 2 that uh, he would be born there. And so, therefore, if we're not going to rush through Christmas, we've got to really understand what it's all about. And there is absolutely no way really to understand what it's all about until you read the Christmas story. Number two, we must realize that Christmas is about redemption. When you read this passage of Scripture, the Bible says, He shall save His people from their sins. Even His name is called Jesus because it would reflect that Jesus is the Savior of the world. He had come to redeem us. And then, as you look in Luke chapter 2, I believe it's in verse 38, that Anna, the prophetess there in Luke chapter 2, goes about after she sees uh, Jesus, she's heard Simeon's uh, declaration, and she goes and speaks to people uh, there in Jerusalem that had been looking for the redemption in Jerusalem. In other words, uh, uh, they must realize that this is a Something that we must do is read the real story. Number two, uh, realize why he came, and then it's about redemption. It is about redemption. Thirdly, the next thing that we need to understand is that it is something that we need to do is read the Bible, read the Christmas story. Matthew 1, Luke chapter 2, both. Number two, we must realize of why he came to save people from his from their sins. 
Number three, we must realize it is us that he came to redeem. It is us that he came to set us free. And so therefore we must remember that Jesus Christ had come to redeem us. When we realize that that night when the shepherds were, uh, you know, announced to by the angels, hey, uh, the Savior, which is Christ the Lord, has been born in the town of Bethlehem. It's been born into us. In other words, Christ has been come into this world, born as a little baby, to set us free. So we got to realize as we read the story, number one, number two, that he has come. And number three, he has come having come to redeem people from their sins. It is us. It's you and I that he has come to redeem. You say, why me, Brother Raymond? Because the Bible says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We've all fallen short. We've all missed the mark. We've all gotten to the point where we desperately needed the Savior. And that is what Christmas is about. The Savior coming to save people from their sins. Now, Jesus is referred to often as Jesus Christ. And the word Christ means the anointed one. Christ was anointed. Christ was chosen to be the one and only Savior of the world that we could be saved by. Jesus would declare in John chapter 14 and verse 6, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. There is no salvation, redemption, no reconciliation back to God the Father apart from Jesus Christ the Son. And he came to set us free. Now, I'll be the first one to tell you, I enjoy getting together with family and friends. It is a wonderful thing. As a matter of fact, it's something that we must do, something that we have got to do. I mean, you know, you just, it's a, a blessing, a gift that God has given to us. And the older I get as family passes away, these times with family becomes even more precious. And so let me encourage you to take the time to spend time with family and, and enjoy the festivities of, of uh, getting to share a meal together or, or have times where you can uh, watch your children open up the gifts uh, that uh, you've bought them. And it's a wonderful thing. And I, and I highly recommend that uh, you take part in all of that and enjoy that. Is uh, Go watch uh, you know the Christmas light shows and all those are great, but you gotta make sure that you put on the brakes and slow down so that you can enjoy the fact that it's not just a, another little animated cartoon story on TV, but it's a real live story. You need to take a moment to read this story, read it for yourself, read it to your family in family time together. Every Christmas, we read the Christmas story to help us stay focused on what it's all about. And so read the Christmas story, realize that he did come and realize that he came to set us free and realize that it's you and I that he came to set us free. When you realize that Christmas was that Christ was not only born, but he came for a purpose to save us from our sins and that the wages or the price of our sin is death. Jesus was born to die, but he died that he may be raised again so that we might have the provision made for salvation for you and for me. Boy, I'm going to tell you something. This is awesome. It shakes me to my very core that God would love me that much.
that Jesus would give up his life and suffer physically the pains of the cross and spiritually he would suffer your hell and mine because he loved us and he wants to redeem us. And man, I tell you, that is so exciting. And the fact is, there's a lot of miracles that happens around Christmas time or, or on this first Christmas. Even the obvious is the virgin birth. Uh, you know, and it's neat how everything worked out where they were in Bethlehem, uh, Ephrata, exactly where uh, he was supposed to be born. And on and on and on it goes. But hey, you got to remember, hey, it's about him. If you take Christ out of Christmas, there is no Christmas because it's about him. So here in this simple podcast, I, I hope that you have a blessed and Merry Christmas. I hope you have a wonderful new year. But in this Christmas time, just slow it down. Read the story. Realize it's true. Realize that Jesus did come. And he had come to save people from their sins, people just like you and me, because he loves us. Man, I'm going to tell you, that is powerful. Now, if you've listened to this podcast and you're not saved or you've gotten away from the Lord, let me encourage you to come to the Lord, to come back to the Lord. I believe with all of my heart that God loves you and he wants to change your life. The Bible tells us, for there's none righteous, no, not one. There in Romans 3.10 and in Romans uh, 3 and verse 22, uh, it tells us, for there's none righteous, okay, none righteous. And I believe with all of my heart that God wants us to be righteous, to be right with him, not to be in a wrong relationship, but to be in a right relationship with him. We find this in the book of Romans chapter 3 and verse 23. Very clearly it says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That means we've all missed the mark. Well, it goes on to tell us in Romans 6, 23, for the wages of sin is death. That is physical death and separation from God for all eternity. But Romans 5, 8 says, But God commendeth his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Then back in Romans 6, 23 says, But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. You see, salvation is not what you earn. It's not a reward. It's not something that you uh, are receiving because you belong to a particular family on earth you know, as far as just a mere human family. It's the gift from God. But like any gift, it has to be received. And we receive it by grace through faith. And that's what Romans 10, verses 9 and 10 says. It says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and where the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And then the Bible tells us in just a few verses past that in Romans chapter 10 in verse 13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And man, I, I tell you, that is so excited. Okay, notice it says, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And so therefore it begins with God, but we have to receive this gift from God by grace through faith. It's not by works, lest any man should boast, as Ephesians 2 tells us. And then all it simply is, is by faith you cry out to God and saying, God, would you please forgive me? Lord, would you please forgive me? 
If you've never prayed that prayer before, a prayer of repentance where you turn from your sins and a prayer of faith that comes and say, Lord, I believe that you are the only way to heaven, that you purchased my salvation at the cross. If you've never prayed a prayer like that, this is the opportunity. No better way to celebrate this Christmas than by accepting the Christ of Christmas as your Savior, that he may wash your sins away. I'd like to lead you in a prayer. And, uh, you know, it's not just reciting or, you know, repeating my words. It's simply crying out to God truly from a repentant and believing heart. A prayer something like this. Heavenly Father, I come to you as sinner. And I am sorry for my sins. I pray that you would forgive me of my sins. I believe you, Jesus, that you died on the cross, shed your blood, was buried, and rose again on the third day as payment for my sins. I know that I've done a lot of things, and I'm sorry for my sins, and I ask you to forgive me. Come into my heart and my life and be my Lord and Savior in the best I know how. I'll serve you in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, we would love to know about it. We would love for you to write us at Gospel Light Church, Post Office Box 134, Calera, Alabama. That's spelled C-A-L-E-R-A, Calera, Alabama, 35040. And we'd love for you uh, to ride us if you're local or close enough to come and visit with us or if you're just passing through in the Calera, Alabama area. We would love for you to come to one of our services. We're located at 1324 Woodbine Avenue. And uh, again, that is in Calera. We'd be glad to have you. And uh, if you prayed that prayer and whether you uh, mail us or you come by and see us, let us know that you prayed and just said, hey, I heard your podcast and I prayed to receive Christ. We'd love uh, to give you a Bible, send you some information uh, in this new relationship that you have walking with Jesus Christ. Well, there's no better way to celebrate Christmas than by knowing Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And maybe you have, but you've drifted away. Uh, you've got to go back to your old ways, and God has spoken to your heart. And can I tell you something? God allows U-turns, and God wants you to come back to Him. Just simply cry out to Him and say, Lord, I'm sorry. First John chapter 1, verse 9 says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And if you uh, have gotten away from the Lord, you can make this a great Christmas by coming back home to Him uh, just like the prodigal son did. I hope that you have been blessed. I hope this is something that's helped brighten your day, something that has helped you to show your way uh, to the, that God would have you to walk. Hope that you have a very, very Merry Christmas. Hope that you are blessed and uh, in this new year. And again, if you can, uh, write us or come by and see us. Post Office Box 134, Wood, uh, that's in Calera, Alabama. 35040. This is Pastor Raymond Rivers, and this is the Bible Beacon Podcast, and we look forward to being with you again next week. May God bless you, and we'll see you then. God bless you.